Hey guys, welcome to Hack Heroes, and today we've got with us a guest, uh, his crew from the Middle East. Uh, her name's May, originally from the Philippines, and uh, we're here to talk to May about some money matters. How are you today? I'm very well. Thank you for having me, Nick. No problems at all. Tell me about yourself. All right. So, hey everyone. I am a mother to an adorable one-year-old little boy. His name's mm -hmm. Noah. Cool. I am a wife. And of course, I'm a cabin crew. I've been living my life in a suitcase for 12 years. Okay. And, but on the side, I do a lot of stuff. I wear a lot of hats. So I'm also an entrepreneur. My cool. hands are on agriculture and real wow. estate. Okay. And, but what I'm really passionate is, I believe that I'm still a work on progress. Okay. I do a lot of stuff, particularly when it comes to personal finance. Mm -hmm. I'm an advocate especially for the Filipinos. Mm -hmm. So I try to make a difference, change the narrative as to how Filipinos really invest in themselves and in their personal financial life. Yeah, you're passionate about finance. So was this something that you were passionate about before joining, uh, joining the company here or uh, it's just something that's come as a new project for you? Okay, when I was in college, I came across a book of Robert Kiyosaki, which is about ah, Rich yes, Dad, Poor Dad, yes, right? I, yeah. I was in college, yeah, yeah, cool. and that transformed me totally. Okay. And that made me realize that, hmm, actually it's, it's true. The school does not teach you how to be effective when it comes to handling your yeah. finances, so yeah, you cool. really have to take it on your own hands. Mm. And so that has been the beginning of it all. So I started budgeting my own money okay, and cool. really monitoring my finances, making sure that, well, basically my end goal was to have peace of mind, mm. to make sure that whatever it is that I earn and whatever it is that I do, it has to be sustainable. So it wasn't from your upbringing, specifically came from the book. And then yes. from there, okay, okay, it cool. was from the book, uh, yeah. the one that transformed me totally. But I came yeah. from a household because for the listeners as well, in the Filipino culture, it's a taboo to talk about money. You right. know, okay. rarely do you hear families talk about money, especially on the dining table. Right, I see. But in our family, my parents brought me in a way that, look, you have to work hard. Mm -hmm. and you have to save money. Yes. So I was also exposed to that kind of upbringing. Okay, cool. But the formality of me getting serious as to how I should deal with money, it was Robert Kiyosaki. Mm, okay. I wish I'd read that book because I'm, I'm still struggling with my money. <laughs> you should. <laughs> I'll you come should. to you one of your one of your um, forums or something like <laughs> <Exactly>. that. <laughs> what drove you to start? Was this what drove you to start this journey here um, in the sense of being like a, a head for the community and being someone that they look to and, and come to? Okay. It was basically just, what I used to do before was basically just personal. Hmm. I would do it myself. I would teach my siblings because I'm the eldest oh, in the oh, family, I see. Right? right? So okay. I would teach my siblings and my closest friends. Hmm. But I'll take you to a trip down to memory lane. I did a flight back 2014. I flew with a Filipina crew. Right. She is, her name is Karen. And we did a multi-sector flight. So okay. it was Singapore and then Brisbane. Okay. Usual talk. Yeah, but yeah. it was a rare occasion wherein we connected. We had a common ground. She was also into savings and budgeting. Right. And after the flight, we decided to, you know, keep in contact. Mm. And then she actually introduced me to another friend. Her name is Janice. And apparently, the three of us are into finances. Wow. Budgeting and saving and all that. We loved attending financial seminars. Yeah, cool. So that's how it started. And then it was basically just dots connecting, yeah. you know. And then we had we knew someone who was a speaker back home in the Philippines. He mm. wanted to come to Dubai. Yeah. So we organized a seminar, stock investing seminar for him. 
Yeah, okay. And we saw the need that, wow, a lot of Filipinos really want to learn stock investing. So we did it for a couple of years, and then we realized, huh, a lot of people want to invest, but there is no solid financial standing. Right. A lot of them are stuck. A lot of them are in debt. A lot of them wanted to invest, but in order to do so, they wanted to borrow money from the bank and mm -hmm. invest. So we said, why don't we create something that is a home for Filipinos? Yeah, cool. Because cool. personal finance is not something that's being taught in school, let alone, you know, it's seldom taught at home. Uh -huh. So why don't we create a home? And by that, I mean a home that is neutral, meaning you don't lean into other, you know, you, you don't, you're not biased mm -hmm. to a certain product or a certain belief or something. It's just pure information, mm. something that they can take, something that will give them sound judgment in the end when it comes to making the right financial decisions. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. It's crazy how this works, like you've got a flight that you've been given, you have no intention of um, specifically meeting someone and then you randomly meet through that flight, one crew, another crew, it just shows how small the crew world actually is. Exactly. But it's amazing how it did come about. Now, being crew and doing all these other things, how did you manage to incorporate all of that uh, all together? Where, where did you find the time? Okay, the thing is, if you really want something, you'll find a way. Yeah, okay. And for us, because both of us were crew, we would set aside, you know, when is our common day off? Yeah, When okay. is our common day off? When are you free? Or layovers would be an opportunity to me to do all the paperwork or the presentations that need to be, you know, presented to our attendees. Yeah, sure. It's all about time management. Yeah, okay. So the program is called Investusiasts. Correct. Uh, now, who is an Investusiast or what is an Investusiast? That's a tough word to I, it say. It is, it is. Who is an enthusiast, or what is an enthusiast? Yes. <laughs> I'm keeping this in the edit. Okay. <laughs> All right, so it is actually my friend Janice thought about that. And right. mind you, you're not the only one who has had difficulty <laughs> pronouncing that I can say enthusiast, I can say invest, exactly. but putting them together. Together is hard, it's hard. <laughs> so basically, enthusiast came from two words, invest mm. And enthusiasts. Yeah. So that's why invest enthusiasts. So yeah. as you invest on your life, on your education, on your learning, on your financial life, mm. it's good to be enthusiastic as well. Yeah, of course. Right. So that gives you that extra drive, that extra exactly. spirit to, to go forth with something. Right. So what we do is we create financial learning for Filipinos, made by Filipinos as well. Yeah. And we are grounded with the core principles of it has to be unbiased, mm. it has to be accessible, and it has to be of high quality. Yeah. Our target are the Filipinos simply because we are Filipinos. And yeah, sure. in the UAE, there's more than 500,000 Filipinos here. So okay. from down to, you know, the low uh, blue collar jobs to high professionals, there's just a lot of Filipinos. Right. And the reason why we want to target, of course, you want to target to where you're close to. And since we're Filipinos. Yeah, of course. Why. Yeah. yeah. So we've been creating these events. It's basically a financial ladder. So we start from before you even go to investing. Let's go back to basics such mm. as how is your financial standing? Yeah. How is your knowledge? Let's increase that. Okay. Because a wide array of knowledge would give you sound decisions. Yes. So from information, then we go to how do you increase your cash flow? Okay. okay. By meaning that we should just not depend on one income. Mm. Because it is a fact that a millionaire, an average millionaire, has an average of seven businesses. You don't uh -huh. just depend on one income yeah. alone. Yeah. So whether you are a waiter or whether you are a service person or a cabin crew, we must not depend on one income. So 
our first step would be information, increasing your knowledge. Second would be how do you increase your cash flow? Yeah. Second would be how do you eliminate your debts? Yeah, because see. debts could be a big factor for they, you to yeah, they, forward. They can stop you. Yeah, that's correct. right. It's a block. Yeah. Yes, correct. Like so how do you eliminate those debts? And yeah. with that, I mean your mortgage or mm. your personal loan or your credit cards. A lot of people are stuck in debts here in the, yeah, uh, here in, 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 in the UAE. Yeah. Yeah, so how do you clear that debt? And because sometimes it's all about mindset too, Yeah. right? And then after clearing your debts, how do you set up an emergency fund to prepare of the unexpected? Yeah, I see. Yeah? Right. So emergency fund and then protecting yourself with insurance. Mm. Why is it important? Many things that people don't think of right. automatically. Yeah. Right, so these yeah. are basically, if you could think of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. So it's information, it's solid foundation when it comes to building your cash flow, clearing up your debts, setting up your emergency fund, you're protecting yourself with insurance and then you go further, such as mm. your, then you enter into, I don't know, stock investing. Yeah, okay. Um, maybe real estate. Yeah. Before you even go to investing, putting your money out. It's more yeah, about yeah, yeah. what you do with the paycheck that you get. Gotcha. And then, then you go into investing. Yeah, okay. So what kind of people or presenters do your enthusiasts come to listen to? Okay. Do you have a specific core range of people or are they all Filipinos as well? Or what, mm -hmm. what, what is this? When we started, it was basically just us. Mm. And we do not claim to be professionals like registered financial planners or what have you. It's just us talking on experience, mm. what we do, and hopefully our journey becomes an inspiration or maybe a lesson learned for you as well. Yeah, so yeah. you don't make the same mistakes. Yeah. The same as what we did, you know. Right, okay. So at first it was just us, Filipino presenters. Mm. And then we started taking speakers from the Philippines. They're Filipinos as well. Yeah. Because some say for example when you talk about stock investing you would invest in the stock market in the Philippines. Yeah. So in order for it to be closer, so it's easier to relate to, then yeah, you take understand Filipino speakers. Yeah, that's right. I right. guess they also know the market right. and can encourage a Filipino to invest into the Filipino market where they know, I exactly. guess. Exactly, yeah, right. Cool. And it's closer to heart as well. Yeah, for sure, for mm -hmm. sure. And I guess in the opposite of that, like the people that come to listen to the presenters, what kind of expectations do people come with before attending an event? All right. When attendees come, you could have zero knowledge or you could be an advanced learner. So what we really want them to bear in mind when they come to the event is after this one, you'll come out with practical tips. It isn't just inspiration, information. You know, you know that once you get out, as soon as you go out, you can apply it immediately. So mm. these are practical tips. Okay. And that's what we really make sure in every event, as we create the modules for the attendees, what can they get that they can apply immediately? Mm. Because we don't want just inspiration that they forget after 15 minutes. No, months. that's it. Yeah. And also, what we want to instill in them is when you come to us, when you attend to our events, it's unbiased. Yeah. We're not selling you any products here. It's just pure learning. Information. Yes. What we also want them to think is that when they come to the event, it's sort of, it's like a friend that you want to share your lessons, you want to share your experience. We're yeah. here to listen. Okay, cool. And no judgments here at all. Mm. That's how it is. Yeah, perfect. When you started this, you offered this course as a, a free service to Filipinos. And from this, you managed it to, to get it to the level of an NGO recognized by the Filipino consulate. How did you manage to, to get that? Okay, so when we began, we had to do it right. Yeah. So 
myself and my two other friends who said, if you want to start right, and I think that's something I want to share as well to your listeners, that I believe, I'm a firm believer that whatever it is that we do, let's do it right. Yeah, because if we start right, then it has a greater chance of ending right. That's it, yeah. So when we thought of creating Investusias and finally running it as an engine, we thought, how do we you know, make it legal? Because the UAE has its own rules as well. As a social club, a non-profit social club, we had to be credited in the Philippine consulate. Okay. So we went there and applied. Okay. We submitted all our documents mm -hmm. and they reviewed what we were doing. Yeah. And so that's how we became a, a non-profit okay. yeah, wow, social club. That's quite a great level to, to reach. And we would also do some well free seminars in the consulate as well. So oh, okay. we would teach, I think we ran several modules with them as well, okay. which was about debt management right. and basic finance. So mm -hmm. yeah, we've been doing that as well. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, now. Who else is involved? Do you have the uh, backings of local businesses or other networks, organizations perhaps? Okay, so when we started Investusias, we said, how do we get involved or how do we involve the local businesses, particularly those run by Filipinos? Mm -hmm. And it's not that I want to, you know, exclude other nationalities. As I said earlier, it's just that it's closer to us. Of course, yeah. And as a Filipino, we also want to support our fellow Filipinos. So we started reaching out to Filipino companies. And we said, look, here is a social club that we're building. And how about partnering together? If we have an attendee, they can come to your store and they get a discount. Perfect. And in return, we will display or we will advertise your company. We won't be, pro we won't be promoting or selling your products. We'll be no. just flashing your logo. That's it. Yeah, okay. But something for them to know that, oh, this is actually, there's actually a Filipino owned store or company that I can go to. Yeah, cool. So we started partnering with different kinds of companies such mm -hmm. as, well, restaurants, Filipino yeah. restaurants, yeah. some travel agencies owned by Filipinos. Yeah. Uh, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of companies we started partnering with Yeah, yeah, with okay. In regards to, you know, how it wasn't, it's not around the table, not the kind of talk, but is this the only reason why the community aren't getting this kind of education early in life? And are you and this social club trying to empower people with the ability to educate their children now, like to create a new generation perhaps? That's a very interesting question, Nick. There is what we call a sandwich generation mm -hmm. in the Philippines. Say Sandwich generation. Sandwich generation, yes. Right. Say for example, the parents work so hard and they give everything to their children, mm -hmm. right? And they tell their children, okay, you study well, you find a good job, and once you do, you'll be taking care of us. Okay. Right, so see. the kids grow up and they start having a job, they support their parents, and of course they have their own family, they have their own kids, and they're stuck because they cannot really grow and be the best version of themselves because they have a financial obligation to their parents yeah. and an obligation to their kids. Okay. Right? And it's a repeating cycle. Mm. So what we really want to do in Investusias is break that cycle. Yeah. Say, it's, it ends here. Your kids are not your retirement funds. No, no. Okay? They are not your investment. So your kids, your responsibility to your kids is to empower them to be the best version of them, themselves. Yeah. But not obligate them to support you. Do you find that they take this on board in a positive way? Or they find that, oh, this is against our family beliefs or whatever it might be? Is it something that they're welcoming? They agree to that, they actually. Do, yeah? They welcome it openly because they... It's not just them. It's not just we don't experience it as well, you know. Mm. Because as I said, we don't talk as if, oh, you're like this. Or, you know, we, we don't say it in a way. I think, 
I think, Nick, it's it's not what you say, but how you say it. You know, you're not alone in this. It's what's usually happening to most Filipinos. Yeah. So they take it and they it's them saying as well that, hey, I want to end this. I want to end this cycle. cycle yeah, right. Yeah. So what we do is enable the Filipino to really be able to stand by himself or herself. And on the side as well, we started venturing onto teaching kids as well. So we ran oh, Investusia as kids. That's perfect. Yeah. So we were training kids as young as five years old. Wow. Yeah, so we were teaching them, how do you save? You know, so we were targeting not just the adults anymore. We were also targeting the kids. Yeah, so perfect. we ran several sessions for the kids as well, yeah. like how to save, how do you manage your money, how do you earn extra income at such mm. a young age. Yeah, yeah okay. Mm -hmm. that's, that's great you start mm. so young. Mm. Wow. How many years since you started? We started 2015. 2015. Right. So how would you describe Investusiasts today? Now you've had a number of people coming through and so forth. What's the story? Is it um, still... Um, free service now or is it grown to something else or how is it okay from the nonprofit social club we've grown to expanding into a company right. because there's a limit when you are a social club in the uae you really have to have a license in order to hold events outside the consulate right. okay so if you're a social okay. club so you need to be ready. yes yeah. so if you're a social club you run only within the consulate the thing is uae is such a big country you know you have to go out so what we do, we need to go to Abu Dhabi, we need to go to okay. so many places so yeah. in order to reach more Filipinos. Yeah. So we we evolved into a company to reach more people. Yeah. So there are paid events that we do now, okay. but at a minimal price. If you compare it to the community, what we always say is we want to make it accessible yeah, okay. and affordable as well. But we have not diverted to our roots, which is to create free seminars as well we still do that you do okay yes. perfect. and Good. we call it basic essential personal finance management and we travel to abu dhabi to run that mm -hmm. and we've run that several times and yeah, we still okay. do yeah but now during the time of the pandemic you can't hold physical events anymore so we partnered in we partnered with international organizations thai dubai thai hustle so we do online webinars okay. for Filipinos, and now it has been open to other nationalities as well. I was about to ask that question. Oh, okay. That's exactly my next question <laughs> yeah, okay. on the list. It was basically, is it still an organization set up mainly focusing on Filipinos, or has it or will it be expanding into welcoming other nationalities? Why not? You read my mind. Yeah. <laughs> so how, how is that sort of um, developing? Yeah, the good thing is with, you know, with the pandemic, the brighter side is, yeah, you get to explore the webinars and, you know, Zoom, for example. Yeah. So we've been running Zoom webinars, um, I think, thrice now or four okay. times now. Okay. So we opened it to, to other nationalities as yeah. well. Okay. So it's just that now when we talk or when we present, it has to be in English. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair a enough, difference. Yeah, yeah. It is, is it, um, are you finding certain nationalities or is it a, a broad mix of everything? It's a broad mix of everything. Okay, and right. everyone is on the same page. They're yes. not uh, looking, you know, I don't know, maybe it's, you know, have some nationalities look down on other nationalities mm -hmm. and some look up to other right, nationalities. Right. Everyone's like, it's all about money, that's it. There's no right. sort of like, oh, how dare you tell me how I should look after my money. Nothing like that. Nothing all, like that at right. all. It's just when they come, they know that they're going to learn something. Yeah, okay. That's it. That's yeah, it. amazing. Yeah. It's a common ground. I tell you, it's a it's a neutral ground as well. You might yeah. find me there sometimes. Yes, so. I will expect you. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I don't want to talk about my finances on, on this podcast, but I guess on a more of a, a personal level with your investusiasts, right. have you 
witnessed some amazing, I guess, transformations or transitions from any of the people who you've had at your seminars or your events? Mm. Like testimonials, I guess you'd call yes, them. Yes, I've had several. Yeah, and okay. And it's very fulfilling, Nick. Yeah, there I bet. was I one, bet. if I could cite one, there's this woman, she barely earned, you know, she was earning 3,000 dirhams salary mm. and she was deep in debt. Just to, for those that haven't heard a podcast before, 3,000 dirhams is potentially around about um, 1,000. Maybe a bit less than a thousand dollars. Yes. Yeah. Less than a thousand dollars. Yes. And she was, you know, supporting her family back home. She was the breadwinner. Parents, name it. Even the grandparents she was supporting, and she was deep in debt. Mm. She didn't really know what to do. She had a loan as well. Okay. And through the seminars, she was attending a lot of our seminars. She actually became debt free. Oh wow! And that's one. And when you hear stories like that, such as one um, one person was attending our seminar now, she's a red, he is a registered financial planner. Oh, wow. He reaches Amazing. out to so many people now. Very inspiring. Yeah, I bet. I've heard a lot. I mean, a lot of our attendees are actually, became actually registered financial planners. Kidding yes. me. It must make you feel, I guess, a uh, wholesome feeling kind of thing or fulfilling yes. feeling. No, I'll be honest, Nick. Organizing an event is not easy. It's no. time-consuming. Yeah, for sure. It's physically draining. And sometimes you don't get enough sleep. If lying sometimes, you know, like we don't get sleep, organizing an event, it's mental, it's physically and emotionally yeah, draining. Definitely. But the good thing is, for me, it makes me come alive. Mm. And the effect, when you see people after the wow. seminar and they say, thank you, because this is definitely going to change my life. Yeah. Or when you hear them after a couple of days or months and you see them on Facebook or they send you a message saying that thank you very much it has really made a big difference in my life it's priceless and it, it must be yes the whole feeling of, of someone's life changing yes because of something that you're yeah. giving them and when you know that you have given value at some you know at some point in your life mm. that's that's priceless yeah. I will never forget Maya Angelou she had a she has a quotation that says she, she said that when you get, you give. Mm. When you learn, you share. Yeah, okay. When you learn, you teach. So when you do that, it's the the rewards after that. It's it's immensely rewarding. Yeah, yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. Now, can you give any kind of an advice for a crew on whether they're stuck in debt or whatever it might be, especially in this current current crisis at the moment? A lot of crew have been made redundant or struggling. Do you have some kind of advice or tips on what they could potentially do to personally improve themselves? Okay. Thanks for that question, Nick. That's very interesting, actually. Remarkable question. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because yeah. I, I know it's not easy. What's happening to the world right now, everyone's affected. Not just the cabin crew industry, but everyone mm. else. Yeah. If you are stuck right now, one thing I would say is, hey, this is not final this Mm. is temporary and you will always get through this this too shall pass if you are stick um, if you are stuck in debt always think what do I have that I can get rid of Mm. okay so instead of adding more first protect what you have protect your base then look what are the things that I don't need now this is your time to be resilient this is your time to be resourceful Mm. right if I'm stuck in debt, what do I have around me that I can sell maybe? Yeah. There are a lot of, well, avenues right now that you could sell pre-loved stuff. I mean, crew, most crew love luxurious stuff as well. So you could sell that if you want, yeah. you know, or True. What, what else could I sell? Mm. You know, what can I sell? 
with those money, you could actually pay slowly pay off your debt. Yeah, right? true. And then also you could say, hmm, what skills do I have? Do I have photography skills? Do I have baking skills? You know, it's your time to be resourceful, to, you know, be more of yourself. Yeah. This is your time to reinvent yourself mm -hmm. too. If you're still a cabin crew, I believe you get extra time as well. If you're on your days off, you could be, if you have the editing skills or if you have photography skills. I've met people now who are into photography mm. and they're actually making a lot of money. Yeah. Okay. You know, professional photographers now, some crew and some have ventured into baking and they're selling items, you okay. know, just to cover up yeah, with yeah. the bills. To help so out. you can do that. Yeah, for sure. Reinvent yourself. You mm. can do that. And also think of other ways. What are... What other ways could I do? Say, for example, you graduated as a journalist, for example. There are a lot of apps where you could do online jobs. Yeah, you could yeah. do maybe... Like Fiverr.com or whatever Fiverr, it is. Fiverr, yeah, yes. Yeah. Or yeah. Upwork, for example. Yeah. In the UAE, there's, an, there's a company that's called Nabesh. Okay. It's the same as Upwork. Okay. Where you could actually yeah, share your editing skills. They, you get paid for that. Or oh, your okay. content writing skills. You could actually get paid for that as well. So mm. there are a lot of apps right there. Now is a time to think of ways for you to earn. Mm. And I tell you, this is not permanent. No, that's and it. Yeah. This is your time to really be resourceful. And once you get out of this, as you find other means of earning, then it's the time to position yourself that, you know, you wouldn't want this to happen again. Mm. So this is your time to sit down, reflect, find what you're good at, see and reflect. Find what you're yeah. good at, yeah. yes. Find what you're good at. Connect to people. Cabin crew are so good in connecting, you know, making connections. So connect yeah, yeah, to people. Sure. You yeah. might have a customer or a fellow colleague who's into businesses and now's the time to pick up that phone call, that, that phone and give them a call. Like, hey, do yeah, you want to yeah. collaborate, you know? Yeah, yeah. So this is your time. This is your time. Perfect. And when it comes to finances, now is the time, more than ever, to take charge of your finances. Do not spend on things you do not need. Yeah. Only on what is essential. Protect your it's cash. It's hard to do, but it, it, is it must be done to it get through. It must be done, yeah, yes. For sure. Protect your cash. Put it only on things that matter, mm. on the essentials. And then, as you protect your cash, think of ways and how you could expand your earnings. Yeah. And this is where being resourceful comes in. Mm. And then after that... You know, meet, collaborate with other people so that you get to expand your network and you never know, you'd increase your cash flow more. Yeah, yeah. So, but I believe crew are resilient. Definitely. They've always been. Yeah, so it. I believe you can do it and just hang in there. It's not easy, but hang in there. Get through it. We always do. Get yeah, that's yes. it. Yeah, perfect. It's excellent advice. Excellent. Now, how can, um, how can people become involved? You've got a website. What's the story? Okay, so if you want to learn, mm. for one, if you want to learn about finances, you can, we have a website called investusiasts.com yep. and we also have Facebook pages. We have yep. Investusiasts Social Club and just Investusiasts. Right. We also have an Instagram page. Okay. If you want inspiration, you can, yeah, you can just go and visit us on Instagram. Yeah, cool, cool. But if you want to partner with us, yeah, you can just contact us. We have our contact details there as well. Yeah, you can sure. message us and yeah, we can... We can collaborate. Are you inviting non-Filipino companies to, to sponsor yes. these days now? Yes, yeah. yes. Okay. I actually partnered with one captain. Okay, Yes, cool. he owns, he's Ethiopian, I believe. He oh, owns Cafe a coffee Beans. shop. Cafe Beans. I know yeah, the guy, yeah, he's a cool an guy. Amazing. Andy, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so we partnered. Okay, awesome. We partnered, yeah, yeah. at some point. And um, if you attend in one of our events, you could be a member, you could subscribe to our mm -hmm. series of events. Yeah. You get it at a very much lower price. 
and yeah, you get to go to Coffee Beans and you get 15% discount, just cool. like that. And it's good coffee. It's good coffee. It's just a plug for Coffee Beans. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to ask him now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you should ask him. Yeah, he's a good man. He's a good man. Yeah. Now, lastly, um, can you give our listeners some kind of, I guess, inspirational words at all to maybe help them embark on their, their journey of financial stability and investment? That's a long sentence, but can you, have you got some inspirational <laughs> yeah. words? Okay. Thank you, Nick. For me, the school never taught us as to how we should handle money. The school taught us to work hard and get that big paycheck. Once you get that paycheck, how do you do it? Again, it's not how much you earn, but how much you save and invest. It's not about, life is not about looking back. Sometimes I know it can be depressing looking back. Oh, I wish I should have spent my money this way and that. Yeah. The only way to go is look forward. And especially when it comes to money, there is always a reset button. If yeah. you are stuck in debt, if you had, you know, been overspending all these years, well, you can press the reset button and you can yeah, change. Yeah. And it starts first with decision. Okay, I want to take charge of my money now because if... I won't, then somebody else will. The bank will, yeah. you know, or the credit cards will. So first, it's decision. Decide that, hey, I am the master of my own ship and I'm going to handle my finances my way. Yeah. Gotcha. And with that, you have to be willing to learn. With decision, you have to be open to learning. And when it comes to finances, again, it's really about taking the willingness to learn and applying your learning because it is... 20% learning and 80% application. Okay. You don't need to learn, you know, X and Y and Z and what have you. You only need to learn the basics. First, what I believe, it's defend and expanding. Okay. Defend what you learn. If you have money, you've earned it, flying is not easy. I tell this to a lot of my colleagues as well when mm. we get to talk about finances. Waking up at 1 o'clock in the morning and doing that flight and arriving at 12 noon, that's not easy. No. Right? You, you <laughs> land 10 years older later, you know? Yeah, <laughs> so make sure it's worth it, right? Yeah, yeah, make sure you. it's worth yeah. it. So protect your money. Defend it as you can. It's easy to invest, put it somewhere else, buy some luxurious stuff. But, hey, defend your hard-earned money. Yeah. And then once you do that, once you defend that money, and when I say defending, it's about choosing where your money goes. Make sure that you treat your money as soldiers. Okay. When they leave your pocket, it should come back with more money. Mm. If it's not going to come back with more money, then, well, that's it's a loss. It's going to work for you. Yes. Yeah. Make your money work for you. Yeah. And by doing that, it's, again, deciding. I don't want to be in this situation anymore. I'm pressing the reset button. I'm pressing the reset button. I'm going to learn. I'm going to take charge of my money. I'm going to defend what I have. And then I'm going to expand. Okay. Yeah. Wow, dude, that's really inspirational. Thank I you. mean, it gives me like this, as I said before, I won't talk about my financial situation, <laughs> but it gives me that sort of, I'm going to do something with my money now. And I think the listeners are going to think the same kind of thing as well because it's thought, thought provoking. Mm -hmm. This is the first sort of podcast that I've done based upon something completely different. Yes. It's not about a charity with children or with, mm -hmm. with animals or whatever it might be. It's a completely different topic yes. that. Um, still has equal amount of, of inspiration and something mm -hmm. that I think will hopefully give the listeners who may be looking for that financial push, yes. it will give them a positive word. So maybe right. it may help them step in the right direction. So thank you, Nick. Awesome to chat about this. And I think you'll <laughs> definitely see me at a event 
That's good to know. I'll be I'll be expecting you. <laughs> yeah, I'll, you can hold me to that. Yeah, <laughs> and finishing off, if you want to visit their website, in investusiasts.com. So it's investusiasts. You got it right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, check out their websites for more information. Yeah, so thank you very much for coming on to Hat Track Heroes. It was a pleasure having you here. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, see you guys. Thank you so much, mate.